Hey, folks, welcome into the Bench Pro Sports Podcast, where we break down everything in the world of sports and all the latest news and all the extravaganza that happens around in the sports world. I'm Wesley Splain. Anthony Fertini's here. Brandon Farrell's here. And the Los Angeles Rams are world champions. How about her? How about her? How about her, gentlemen? How about her? Anthony's here. Brandon's here. Guys, what's happening? Yeah, welcome back, buddy. Thank you, boys. Long time. Been way too busy making making time again for Bench Bros Sports Podcast. Guys literally been putting out fires. No joke. Dude, guys been doing too much. Too much, boys. Too much. People go on a heater and then Ant's like, no, we can't have that. We can't have that. Sorry, boy. Get out of here. You're ice cold now. <laughs> yeah, I, I hear that. Uh, the weather's it's going to be really cold the next couple days and then i just turn the pager off nope not me because because people's heat is what's that boy i'm going where it's warm screw the cold yeah same i agree cold in here too (laughs) all right so yeah the los angeles rams winners of super bowl 56 defeated cincinnati Bengals 23 to 20 looked like for a while in the second half that the cincinnati Bengals were actually going to pull it off but then the rams went on that Seven-minute drive, 15-play drive to get the go-ahead touchdown from Cooper Cup, uh, Super Bowl MVP. Bengals had a chance, fourth and one, got stalled because Aaron Donald put pressure on uh, Joe Burrow, uh, tried to throw a flat pass, but incomplete. Rams win it. So, I don't know, Rams, the buy-in method worked, I guess. Like, they went all in and uh, cashed them a Super Bowl ring. And it seems like everyone's just shrugging their shoulders like, eh, who cares, you know? Everybody is so happy that Aaron Donald got the finally got a Super Bowl, and I think it's great. But do you want to talk about somebody that deserves a Super Bowl? It's Matt Stafford. I mean, they all do. They, there's no doubt that every individual on that team deserved a Super Bowl. But 12 years in Detroit, man. Not 12 years in Buffalo. Not 12 years in New York. Not 12 years in San Francisco or uh, Pittsburgh. 12 years in Detroit, literally one of the worst teams over the 12 years that he's been there. And I like, dude, put yourself in his shoes where every season you go in and it's like the same thing, right? Loss after loss, after loss, after a new coach, after more players coming in and more going out. Um, Like I I can't even imagine what it's like to play in an environment like that. Like you have got to be very, uh, you know, you gotta want to do your best every day, and you gotta zone out on the negative. You know, zone out on anything negative and just stay positive as much as you can. Because, dude, he he's so deserving. It just goes to show that going to a good team, a good organization with a good coach and good players, you know what can happen. I like I said, I always believed in him and Ryan Tannehill. It was always the team that they were on. Um. Sean. Well, you're wrong about the Tannehill part, but I guess you're right about Stafford. I mean, he didn't no, play particularly that well. Yeah, but his Super Bowl win is a Super Bowl win, you know? Yeah, true. I'm saying that. I'm not saying he played so well. I'm just saying that he deserved to win the Super Bowl. Well, I think Andrew Whitworth is the more deserving Rams player if we're going for, like, who's the most deserving guy to win the Super Bowl. I thought it was Andrew Whitworth, the uh, left tackle that's 40 years old. But anyway. Yeah, I mean, good for Matt. Literally spends one year a cup of coffee in Los Angeles, and now he's hoisting a Lombardi trophy. One year. Yep, one year. Crazy. And, like, I mean, just, just everything. Sucks for Jared Goff, though, too. Like, oh, my goodness gracious. Like, being yeah. traded away from L.A. and knowing that you were the piece that was holding the team back from a Super Bowl win, that's got to suck. Mm-hmm. You never know, though. And then Sean McVay, man coach of the year i'd say you know he just just the energy that guy brings to the table and like his his focus and you know leadership it, being so young i mean it's it's very hard to replicate that and that you know it just goes to show how much he wanted it as well that's very very important piece to uh to the team for winning and his game plan kind of sucked though so what do you think brian <laughs> Well, I, hold, hold. Just, I got one more thing to say. Rams run game was phenomenal. All right, now no, you it was not that at all. <laughs> That's all I'm well, saying. You're disagreeing on everything, boy. 
I I predicted Cam Akers to have two fumbles. He had none, so I was a little disappointed they didn't run it as much as they normally would. Um, but when you think about all the players on the Rams, like Jalen Ramsey, Von Miller, uh, Odell Beckham, if they have or Matt Stafford, if they would have all stayed with their teams until the end of their careers, none of them would have ever got a ring until they unless Aww. they all come together on one team. So that's the crazy part. All of those guys ring chasing their whole careers. And now they all got one. And I have a feeling they're all going to retire now off of this. All four of them. And Whitworth. Well, Whitworth is Yeah, Whitworth, for sure. Well, I'm just talking about, um, like, Von Miller, Aaron Donald. I know Aaron Donald's talking about retirement. Odell keeps getting the same injury season after season after season, so he might as well just wrap it up. Dude, and Matt what was Stafford's it? been in the league since we were in diapers, it feels like, so... What was up with like pregame? Everyone just saying, "Oh yeah, this guy's going to retire. Sean McVay's going to retire." I felt like there was like seven different Rams players that were just like, "Yeah, I might retire after this game." Like it just felt like it was getting thrown out there, like left and right. I feel like that was just hype to add to the Super Bowl. Like, yeah, I'm going to win the Super Bowl, and then meh, maybe I retire. Maybe I'll be like Tom. Maybe <laughs> maybe I retire. Maybe I won't. I don't know. I'll play the Tom Brady role. But nobody really gives a shit if anybody on the Rams retires. Well, um, <laughs> here's the thing about Matthew Stafford, though. So, like, I guess he's got, like, probably three more years left. He's only three, four years old, but he's been dealing with back injuries and got – I think he had one knee injury or whatever and wrist injuries. I mean, he's he's been hurt a lot. So, I don't know how much longer he's got playing, but the, the talk of the town right now is, is he a Hall of Famer or is he not a Hall of Famer after this Super Bowl win? I, I'm kind of like <laughs> – Stat wise, he is because he's in like top 10 in every single passing category of all time in the NFL. But now that he got that Super Bowl win, kind of like solidifies the case of him being a Hall of Famer. I, I just don't know because I feel like the numbers are so skewed nowadays with the way everyone just passes the ball. But I mean, he he looked good ish. I, I didn't think he was like spectacular in the game. I felt like he missed a bunch of throws. But um, I mean, his no look pass on third down to Cooper Cup on the last drive was absolutely phenomenal, but I I don't know if he is or not. Like, do you think he's a first ballot Hall of Famer? I don't think he's first ballot, but I think he eventually gets in the Hall of Fame at some point when he retires. Uh, I don't know. What is a Hall of Famer anymore? I mean, there's been a lot of guys that haven't gotten into the Hall of Fame that we think are Hall of Famers. Uh, Eli Manning is certainly going to make it to the Hall of Fame, whether we, whether we like it or agree with it or not. Um, so I would say Matthew Stafford should also be into, in the Hall of Fame. I mean, He's been in such a crap organization that's never built around him um, or have built in the right way at all. Um, and now he spends one year with the Rams, a fully loaded offense, weapons everywhere on offense and defense, and he gets a ring. Um, but one thing I've seen all season is how vulnerable the Rams are when Stafford is not on point, not making good throws. Uh, and we saw that a little bit in the Super Bowl. I mean, he didn't yeah. play his best game. Um, he started off good, about 179 yards, two touchdowns, um, which is which is solid. But I think they were definitely beatable. If Joe Burrow had more time in the pocket, I think it would have been a different outcome. I mean, if if Odell Beckham stays in the, I mean, like Odell was killing the DBs of the Cincinnati Bengals. Well, normally because he would just find the holes in the cover two zone because the Bengals pretty much played zone all game. Uh, but like Odell was just like on pace to go for like 150 yards at point. And then like in the second quarter, he blows his knee out. Like he had two catches for 52 yards like that. <laughs> that's crazy for like the first quarter and a half of a Super Bowl. But I mean, I, I don't know with like the whole Stafford case. If anyone solidified their Hall of Fame careers, it's Von Miller from this past <laughs> Sunday. Oh, God, this guy. Dude, like Brand, why you think you know Von Miller? Why do you think Wes said that, Brand? Uh, uh, I have because Von Miller played for the Giants, right? Uh, I thought Jets. <laughs> he played for one of those New York teams, I think. Yeah. Wait, no, 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 no. Wait, Von Miller. No, he he's a center for the Houston Rockets. Wait, he played basketball. No, I thought he played no. baseball. <laughs> <laughs> nah, boy, he played for PSG. He played for Barcy, dude. Yeah, PS. He played for PS Seven, dude. <laughs> Barcy Hall no, of Famers only. Barcy. 
<laughs> you played for Bicey, dude. <laughs> Von Miller has four and a half sacks in the Super Bowl, which is tied for the most in Super Bowl history. So, and he's only played two games. <clears throat> Matt Stafford Hall of Fame. I don't know. Mm, I mean, he missed what? some like crazy throws. Remember the interception, like right before halftime, he literally pointed to like the corner of the end zone, chucked in and underthrew the shit out of it. <laughs> Great read. I, I mean, mean, like Vance Jefferson was wide open, and Stafford is like pointing to the corner and then throws in. Jesse Bates just easily catches it for an interception. <laughs> Sometimes way she goes. No, but um, the game I want to talk about too, because like Cincinnati started it off pretty strong when it came to O line, like just like dump and throw, dump and throw. Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase are gonna be fun to watch for a long time, like those two together. Cause like Jamar Chase was literally making Jalen Ramsey look like garbage on Sunday. Jalen Ramsey uh, was just too, too, <clears throat> too inconsistent where he would have just an awful play, get smoked, look like he had no idea what he was doing. And then the next play, you know, being so involved in the play and, you know, do very well on defense. There was no like, consistency with him on you know on Sunday in the Super Bowl but Jamar Chase super quick and super athletic gave Joe Burrow somebody to throw to um, Higgins too yeah besides the other weapons they had as well so uh, you know it's it's hard to match up against guys that you don't usually play you're not really used, used to their speed I will say like the first the first play of the second half where it was the 75 yard bomb to T Higgins on Jalen Ramsey that kind of flipped the game. That was bullshit. That that no PI call was absolutely absurd. Cause like T Higgins fully grabbed Jalen Ramsey's face mask and like ripped it to the side. I couldn't believe the ref didn't throw the flag on that. Like, what the hell was the ref watching on that play? That was so absurd. Probably the worst call I've ever like missed call since Rams versus Saints in the NFC championship game. Dude got his head the, torn off. Well, I mean, there's there was definitely missed calls, but I think there was also plenty of bad calls, like the the calls down on the goal line that pretty much gave the Rams two extra downs to score a touchdown. Yeah, um, yeah, I thought that was one being one after call. another, and one, one being another, on the linebacker another. covering covering Cooper Cup, who made a good play on the ball within five yards, uh, and they call pass interference. I think well, that was a bad call. Called holding on that. Yeah. Well, like from where the ref was standing, it looked like Logan Wilson was like reaching and grabbing his hip pocket, which like nine times out of 10, they throw the flag on the linebacker like that. It's just it's just what they do. But yeah, it was kind of bullshit. There was there's like things going around saying there was a false start on the on that same play, too. But I, it was just a bad officiated game in general. Yeah, I think the nerves got the best of the uh, of the refs. Um they called such a shit game, and I mean, this is the Super Bowl. You guys are supposed to be the best crew out there. Um, and I hate seeing penalties at the end of the game help decide a game. Yeah, especially when you're near the end zone, too, at the end of the game. I certainly thought the Bengals were going to be – I mean, this was really – I thought the Bengals were really going to win the Super Bowl just because how do you make it to the Super Bowl – uh, you know, after th- it took 30 years to get to the Super Bowl, they make it, and then they got to go up against this this Rams team that's just really strong all the way around um, in all four corners. So I really thought, you know, if they made it this far, that they can beat anybody. But officiating is a really big thing in sports. I mean, it could it could literally make or break, you know, the the game. Like no doubt, it's literally everything. But I don't want to say it came down to officiating, though, because, like, the officiating didn't, like, overyark the amount of times the Bengals had so many three and outs in the second half when they were up, like, 20 to 10. Or it was 20 to 13. Like, they were up so much. Like, they had control of that game in the third and fourth quarter. Fourth quarter. They just couldn't, like, pass block against anybody. Like, the Rams ended up finishing with seven sacks against Joe Burrow, which is about the most in Super Bowl era so yeah that that was ridiculous it's not even like joe burr was holding the ball for too long like like they were just getting to him right away yeah exactly von miller aaron donald leonard floyd they were all in his lap all game it's just that to start the game joe burr was literally 
getting the snap and just dumping it off really quick. The one thing I have to say, though, is experience is really big in these games. I give it for Joe Burrow, first year in this, you know, uh, first Super Bowl ever, being so young. Um, But you can tell that when Joe Burrow is not under pressure, he's phenomenal. But when he's under pressure, he's not good at all whatsoever. Well, who who is? is. (laughs) Matt Stafford is. Russell Wilson is. Dude, I Those don't know. Guys. Under pressure, Matt, Matt Stafford had two interceptions. Joe Burrow had zero. But I could tell that. But what I'm saying is the comparison between both interception or not, they just looked more. Matt Stafford looks more comfortable under pressure than Joe Burrow. I'm not saying that he he's playing better, if that makes sense. But he seems more comfortable as where he's, he doesn't seem like he's losing control just because he's getting some pressure on him. Oh, I disagree. I think it's the other way around. No, nah, I definitely don't. I definitely think Matt Stafford's <laughs> a lot more comfortable. Well, I mean, I, I don't know because, like, when you watch that, since Cincinnati was pretty much, like, trying to get, um, like, some matchup-wise. Like, they were trying to get the right matchups. They knew, like, Jalen Ramsey was going to get beat on, like, deep routes. That's why they wanted to put Jamar Chase on him. Then they wanted to, like, get a, a small slot corner on T. Higgins, who was 6'4". That's why they were doing There was a lot of matchup game going on with, like, the Rams, and they were, like, the Rams were bouncing from like zone coverage, the man coverage. They were doing a lot of mix and match, trying to confuse the Cincinnati offensive line. But like back to the O line, you're not going to get it done. I mean, here's another big point. In the last drive of the game, they took Joe Mixon out to put Samaj P. Ryan in there, who only had two carries the whole game. Like they had second and one from midfield. I thought they were going to go down and kick a field goal and we were going to go into overtime. Literally, that's what I thought what was going to happen. But Second and one, they run a draw. It doesn't work. Third and one, they take it. Or no, it was reverse. Second and one, they took a deep shot. didn't work. Third and one, they run it was P. Ryan. That doesn't work. And then fourth and one, Aaron Donald just comes flying right at Joe Burrow's face, and Joe Burrow couldn't do anything about it. Yeah, like pocket really collapsed under pressure quickly when the Rams' defense was out there. Yeah. Now, do we think like the Cincinnati Bengals are going to get back to the Super Bowl within the next five years? Like if Cincinnati is going to keep the momentum up or because like the AFC is starting to get really loaded with the Chiefs, the Bills. Uh, who I think knows the if Rodgers comes over. Uh, I'm going to say this right now. I think the Bills next year are going to the Super Bowl. If they the have Bengals to. can make it. Yeah, they literally have to. I mean, Josh Allen is only getting better. He's on fire. That guy. They got a great coach. They got a solid team. I don't see no reason why they wouldn't be, you know, and I don't think necessarily the chiefs are on an uprise. I think they're kind of pretty balanced right now. I don't think they're going to decline, but I don't think they're going to increase. I mean, Brandon, this was your super bowl pick from two years ago. Do you think they get back there again or. Yeah. I mean, if they build a, um, a offensive line around Joe Burrow and they get rid of Eli Apple, I definitely think it's a strong. Oh dude. Eli Apple back. was getting smoked by everybody. He was getting destroyed. Eli Apple is so trash. Um, <laughs> I don't know why he was drafted whoa, anyway, whoa. Like, relax, as highly as he was relax. coming out of college. Dude, it seems like why? everyone why? hates him, he's too. he's OU guy? Relax. Come on, dude. Come on, dude. You should be ashamed oh, that no, no. OSU, school. OSU. Look, being honest with you, Ohio State secondary is not good. Like, Besides Vaughn Bell and um, um, Marshawn Lattimore, I can't really name too many cornerbacks, safeties from Ohio State that have been very well. Whatever happened to Jeff Okuda? He was he was like picked third overall. In the oh yeah, draft. dude, I have no idea. He was really good. I don't know I don't what know. the deal was with him. Dude, it dude, seems like everyone Od- hates. Well, go Odell, ahead. he tore his. Sorry, he tore his ACL. Yeah, totally. What you saw that play? Like you saw the knee was like, buckle in. Yeah, the left one, right? Yeah. That Which sucks. I guess he's been dealing with like a, a knee issue with that same exact knee for like a while now. Chris probably like, already he's probably already injured. That's why. Probably like sprained or something like that. And it just literally it just takes like one sudden movement and it's it just like goes away like that. Boom. Snap. Yeah. Because he's probably already playing on a partially. So many people are like, oh, we got to get rid of turf. It's like, yeah, dude, let's get rid of turf indoors and try to grow grass in an <laughs> indoor facility. Like, that's going to work totally well. Honestly, <laughs> you could do that from- if you had a facility like the Cardinals. 
Right. You know how much money that is, though? That That's a lot. What do you mean? Like, they retractable roof? No, like they retract the grass and like pull it outside of the stadium, then pull it back in. What? The, I had the no Raiders do the that. Raiders do it too with their new stadium in Vegas. That's crazy, dude. Yeah, I but that's so much Super money Bowls in Arizona this year. So, you guys remember the turf way back in the day, like the Cowboys Colts Stadium where it the was Astro like turf, like it was just like like pavement, almost it was carpet. <laughs> it was yeah, carpet. dude, literally carpet, like. That must hurt so bad to play on. We practiced on AstroTurf back in uh, when we had a, like a camp at University of Virginia, and we practiced on the field hockey AstroTurf. It sucked. It was I so it, yeah. bad. Yeah, you, you can't even wear cleats. You have to wear tennis shoes. Yeah, yeah, literally. I think the best thing to really play on is like a solid field of grass <laughs> that's just leveled, like there's no bumps or anything in it. Because turf is, it's great for grip, dude. But these athletes produce so much power now that the turf is not forgiving. You, you know, you plant your cleat in there, and then well, grass ain't a tear. Grass ain't better either. I mean, I tore my ACL on grass, shitty grass, but but, but grass grass can at least break apart from the cleat. So, like, if you do put too much pressure or or power into the grass, it'll just rip. Or turf, and your cleat will just like really just dig into it. Yeah, I guess that's true too. I, I don't, I don't know. Like, I feel like they use too many black pet, like the pedals or whatever they call it, the black beats. Mm-hmm. Like, they, there's yeah, so- too many of those in the uh, turf that kind of makes it sticky. Yeah, some fields, sticky turf. Uh, any other thoughts on the Super Bowl? I, I thought Joe Mixon. I didn't expect Cincinnati's run game to be pretty well. I thought Joe Mixon played pretty good. He threw a touchdown past the T Higgins. Kind of like a Philly special sort of play. I just want to go back to the third quarter, uh, Matt Stafford interception, where it was like midfield. Like, oh yeah, like it was like uh, who, who was it? Like Schroer neck that like almost a tight end it, maybe. A, yeah, yeah, like that's just like an unfortunate interception. The one he deserved to get picked, he just lost it in the end zone. You know, and, and oh yeah, for sure, obviously picked it. <laughs> like that was a clear pick. But the one in the midfield, like, that's just unfortunate, you know? That I thought that was going to be when Cincinnati was going to blow the doors off the Rams, honestly, because it came it came right after Cincinnati had that T. Higgins touchdown. Mm-hmm. I thought that was going to be like, oh, shoot, here we go. Cincinnati's going to win, like, 30 to 10. How many years has Aaron Donald been playing for? Oh, he's been in the league for a while now. I don't know. So, so good for that guy to get a ring. Eight seasons Everyone's for eight years. Eight years? Yep. Does he want to retire? He's still like too? the best TT. Yeah, he's, dude, he's, he's like the new generation of defensive, uh, defensive linemen where they're like, they're built like oversized tight ends almost. Well, he's not that big either. He's only 6'1, but he's so powerful. He's just so quick. Like, he's got so, he's so much fast. strength. Yeah, he's so fast, man. And he's so quick. He can just move his body so quick. He must bench like 225 for like two reps or so. 225 for two reps? Are you kidding me? No, <laughs> a lot more. <laughs> he could probably bench that. Flex's garage, dude. Yeah, maybe. If Steve was his trainer, if Steve was his trainer, he's probably only mentioned 185 for like 10 reps. <laughs> 185 for three, three sets of three, 185 RPE, like 9.7. Absolutely. Uh, Brandon, do you have thoughts on the Super Bowl? Yeah. How about the penalty for the guy that was so excited he wasn't playing and he ran out to celebrate and he got penalized for that? How stupid is that? Why do you need to throw a penalty on that? It's the Super Bowl. Your team is celebrating. That's what I mean about bad officiating and stupid rules. Wait, I don't even remember that. When was that? That was right after the uh, Stafford, like, deep interception. Like, Vernon Hargraves ran onto the field and, like, started something. They gave him a He flag. wasn't even dressed. Yeah. Crazy. Unbelievable. It's a Super Bowl, man. Like, I think it, as long as they're not doing anything, you know, bad, I don't understand. Well, dude, if you're not in pads and you're not playing, why the hell are you running out there? Like, you're going to celebrate literally two minutes later with the guy. 
Ah, Honestly, like I get everyone's like, I get I get everyone's excited and everything, but you gotta be like, okay, you're like, let's not get too crazy in here. Yeah, it's it's a it's definitely an excitement thing. It is. So it's I, a competitive I see, I nature. See, yeah, I can see where he's coming from. I, I'm not I'm not mad at him at all for doing that. I'm mad at the refs. Yeah. throwing a like come on dude like it's it's the super bowl you're excited like come on keep well honestly cincinnati cincinnati could have had the ball at the 25 because of that penalty they had to start the ball at their own 10 yard line that could have been disastrous for cincy right before halftime give the rams like a little bit of uh momentum i mean like it, it could have been really bad like i really do think that if odell played the rams probably win by like two touchdowns because he was just torching them left and right, honestly. And, like, the they were doubling Cup, who still had, like, eight catches, 92 yards, and two touchdowns, which here's another talking point. I think Cooper Cup is the best receiver in the NFL right now. Um, just the connection between him and Matt Stafford is, like, phenomenal. But if Odell plays, like, that's another number one, and I think Cincinnati was just not going to stop it at all. The one play with six minutes left, this this was literally I believe that this was the play that that lost the game for the Bengals. It was six minutes and twenty seconds to go. It was twenty to sixteen Bengals, and I forgot who it was. Like their tight end or receiver Boyd, he dropped that open. He dropped that pass. Oh yeah, that killed Joe him. Had a, dude, he turned his head before he caught it. He needed to focus on catching the ball and then looking up the field. He got nervous, I guess. He turned his head and he lost the ball. That made it like fourth and nine. And then they literally had to turn the ball over. Like that literally ruined it. That could have been security for them, you know, to Oh, here's another here's another on one on too. Board. Like like oh yeah, because like Tyler Boyd never drops passes. Like he's one of the never. best receivers when he like when it comes to catching the ball. But like here's another thing too. I was like shocked when on the first drive for the Cincinnati Bengals, they like went for it on fourth and one. And was just like, yeah, screw it, let's go. <laughs> it result yeah. they didn't get it, it resulted in the Rams touchdown right afterwards. Yeah, coaching. Oh, I thought the coaching was bad, dude. I I didn't think Sean McVay coached a good game, and I didn't think Zach Taylor coached a good game either. Who the best well, well, the best coach was the Cincinnati defensive coordinator in the run game, like. Dude, those Cincinnati Bengals linebackers were flying around the ball. Like Logan Wilson had like nine tackles, and yeah, he was no. just like, <laughs> I didn't even he, know. He was they... literally getting right to Cam Akers, like immediately. Like the yeah. Rams couldn't do shit on the run game. Yeah, he he played phenomenal, dude. It was like every play he was like he was in the mix, and he had one really good play on Cooper Cup too. <laughs> Yeah, that like and Jermaine Pratt, like those two Cincy linebackers were just like running downhill as fast as they could and just like tackling Henderson and mm -hmm. Cam Akers and Sony Michelle right in the backfield, like immediately. And then like give it up for like the Cincinnati front seven, too. I think Cincinnati's front seven is like one of the most underrated when it comes to Trey Henderson and Sam Hubbard. Like those guys get after the quarterback like. They were putting pressure on Stafford to where like Stafford had to literally scramble out of the pocket or step up. Like I, I thought Cincinnati's like front seven played a phenomenal game. Yeah, I agree. I uh I know Eli Apple is like trash right now, but you knew that so play trash. at the end of the game, um, Stafford to Cooper Cup was like the the game closer. Like it was like watching Aaron Rodgers and Jordy Nelson back shoulder throw, like like connection like you knew what was gonna happen it, it's yeah it was like perfect placement definitely practiced many of times and then that like two-step move by cooper cup man on eli apple just made him look dumb like that was a really really good route such a small route but a really good way to run it like good foot good uh foot movement yeah, it's a simple route, but like Cooper Cup put so much into it just, with his route running and everything. Yeah, he just did it perfectly, honestly. All right. Uh, anything else from the Super Bowl before we get into the halftime show? Halftime show? You? I mean, come on, guys. It was a pretty good show. It. We got to break the halftime show down? Dude, oh, come I'm on. all for it. Dr. Dre, Snoopy, and uh, Dude, 50 Cent, Eminem. Eminem, Mary J. Blige. Okay, 50 so Cent looked like a whole dollar. Like, he, he looked like he, he uh, bulked up some. Dude, he stacked. 
<laughs> looks super stacked. He trains with Ryan <laughs> He's stacked. I thought the halftime show was great. Just because we, yeah, like, I thought we, it was grew, up with, we grew up with these people. I mean, you like, know? they played the hits. That's all you wanted to. And I feel like Lose Yourself was just, like, meant for to play in the Super Bowl. Like, you had yeah. to, like, have that song play in the Super Bowl. I liked how they did the whole, like, like house thing. Or, or like, I don't yeah, know but that was, sucks but... if you're sitting on the other side of that and they're, you like, performing in front of the houses. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you can't see anything. But you I just got to watch cool. the screen. Yeah, you got to watch the back of the house. I thought it was cool, though, because it was, like, <laughs> broken up in different different sections, you know? Yeah, it was supposed to be, like, neighborhood style. How many, like, events has Snoop Dogg done? He's done, like, three NHL All-Star games. He's done a Super Bowl. What else has he done? I feel like he's done a little well, bit more. I feel like he coach he coaches, too, on the side, like a high school football. Like, he's a big-time high school football coach. Really? He loves coaching football. Yeah, Snoop is I a big-time in that. Huh, yeah. interesting. That's the first time Eminem's been like perform. Eminem doesn't perform at all anymore. Like that's the first time he's performed like big time. Dude, they just they like also. Bad. I thought it was funny how like I, I was about to say I thought it was funny how like Dr. Dre was like acting like he was like producing and controlling the music or whatever on like his little oh, yeah. keyboard. Yeah. <laughs> they must have had so much money for so many so much funds for the Super Bowl because they had paid so many artists. Well, well, like, I, I thought Eminem Dr. was great. Dre. Snoop Dogg hitting a joint before he goes on stage, too, was just, like, Probably. classic character. Like, he like he had to. Well, no, there's that yeah. picture going around of just, like, him just smoking before going on. I'm like, oh, that's awesome. That's like taking a beer smoke before you hit, step on the stage for karaoke. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, did anyone watch any of the commercials? I didn't see any of them. I, I was, like busy working and stuff so like i didn't really yeah. pay attention at all not many honestly i th- i saw the soprano uh, chevrolet one that was it i don't know i was i was pretty i was i was pretty drunk before it even started so i don't remember any commercials i'm lucky i remember the game <laughs> <laughs> yeah i don't really see any Brandon's just like, wake me up when the commercials are over. We're just taking snoozers every single, uh, before normally, every drive. Normally I pay attention to them, but this year I just, I just, I didn't really care. You know, there was food and, you know, the food's more important yeah, I didn't, than the commercial. I didn't really care this year. I didn't care for them either. Like, I, I'm kind of out of on the, uh, the commercials. Just you know, I'm just like, like eh, they're kind of cool or whatever. But like, yeah, it's a yeah. commercial. Whatever. I don't really care about that. Like, it's not like, oh my god. There was a lot of commercial. crypto commercials, though. Lots of crypto. I want to. I want to buy a Super Bowl. Like, there was one commercial where it was just like the QR code was just bouncing around the screen. I saw that. I was like, what the hell is this? And then it was like a crypto site. It was like, of course. Like these guys have got too much money. It's Illuminati, but. Uh, what do we think of the Rams? Is this it for them since they finally got it, or done? I don't no more done over for over the Rams franchise. No, I don't no know. More, um, no more Super Bowls for Rams franchise. I just think it's going to be hard for them to get back. One and done, baby. Because like, are uh, not, they going to bring everybody back? Well, I was about to say Robert Woods didn't even play, and he's like a big time part of that offense because he got hurt. Well, I mean, I don't know what these guys' contracts are structured as, but the Rams are going to have to pay a lot of guys a lot of money. Well, Odell's a free agent. Von Miller's going to be a free agent. Maybe Von Miller signs back with Denver. That's been rumored. Uh, um, Eric Weddle's retired. Andrew Whitworth is retired. Can't really think of any. What do they do with the backfield? Is it going to be Cam Akers and Daryl Henderson again? I mean, Sonny Michelle is definitely out. Um, I don't know. Like, there's a lot of guys. Like, what do you do with Jalen Ramsey? Do you keep paying him, or do you try to flip him for something right now? Like, the, the Rams just, like, their GM is probably one of the best GMs in all sports when it comes to, like, managing the salary cap and getting players for picks. Like, Because, like, they never draft anybody. 
really. Like they get a first round pick, they flip it for Matthew Stafford or like they flip two for him. Or like they'll like trade for like Jalen Ramsey for like first round pick. They don't care about first round picks. They do a good job of like drafting way deep. I think Aaron Donald's like one of the only first round picks on the team. So like they do a good job drafting and I think they'll they'll be steady in the way you look at the NFC going into next year. It's pretty weak with Tom Brady retiring out of the NFC South. Now the NFC South stinks. The NFC East, it's like it's very uh, volatile with like the Cowboys and the Eagles and the Giants and Washington for that matter. And then like NFC North is Rogers going to be back as a Packer because like that's your only competition. The Rams just have to worry about their own division. The NFC West, like if Seahawks or the 49ers come back, like that's it. Rams really just have to worry about getting beat by the 49ers again. You guys like Jimmy Garoppolo? I do. He's getting traded, by the way. That's that's coming down the pipeline. Like you heard it here first. You see, like Super Bowl in him, or I just don't like see. Obviously, he's got it in him to play professional football. Of course, I mean he played in the Super Bowl two years ago. I don't know. I just don't like really, dude. There's something. I don't know. It's just something he's missing. With Jimmy G. Yeah. Yeah, staying healthy. <laughs> I just feel like he just doesn't care. Like, yeah, he's good, but he's like, oh, I don't know, dude. I just don't get the energy vibe from him like I do with like these other guys that are really passionate. I think he's a, I think he's a, a Super Bowl capable quarterback. Um, I mean, the 49ers have been playing well with him. You can't really put all the losses on Jimmy G. Um, and he, like Wes said, he's been hurt for a while and he has issues staying healthy. That's his biggest issue. Yeah. Is getting healthy. Well, he, he does have some doy doy plays like health, like every right to a cornerback. Well, every quarter, Matthew Stafford, we've seen do that. Yeah, true. We, we, he just did it this past Sunday. So, right. But like Jimmy G it's the matter of like, how much do you pay Jimmy G? Cause like, you don't think he's like a top value QB, right? And like you could be as passionate as you want, it doesn't matter unless you like win ball games. Like you really, win. you could be, you gotta be, you can be the most passionate guy in the locker room. But if you're not helping the team win, like what are you doing? Yeah, you know what I mean. You, you, so you gotta, of course, you gotta win games. But I just think there's like in there, I don't know. And it's the NFL. You have to be like have some passion in order to like succeed in this league. Otherwise, you're out in two years. <laughs> some, I think it's gotta be everything. I think you got to. I don't think I. I know you got to be a hundred percent in. You need passion, like Jamarcus Russell. <laughs> Jamarcus Russell. If you no, ain't you got that, passion. you ain't making it, bud. You need passion, like Bill Belichick. <laughs> All right, so er, way too early Super Bowl predictions. Let's go. Can't do. Already got mine. I don't. <laughs> oh man, Brandon, want- you can pick. You can pick the Bears and the. Uh, who, Bears and the Browns could nah, be he's, the Super Bowl for you. Like that's okay. He's, he's going Lions. He's going Lions. Dan Campbell Lions. turning it around. <laughs> yeah, he's going Lions. Jared Goff story. has some. Jared Goff has some uh, revenge he has to do on a bunch of people now. All right. If if the Rams can stay healthy and bring every single piece back, well, that's not happening. I, I say that the Rams. She <laughs> make the Super Bowl again with Tom Brady leaving Tampa Bay. I just don't see anything happening. And Green Bay, is it possible for them to make to the Super Bowl? Super Dude, Bowl I'm again? done picking Kinda. Green Bay. I'm done picking Green Bay. They've let me down so many times. Cardinals, I just don't think they're strong enough. And who else? Well, is that's a, I don't. That's another thing too. Is that the past two Super Bowl champions have been the home team that hosted the Super Bowl, like Tampa Bay last year in Tampa, Los Angeles. The Rams won it in their home stadium. Next year, it's in Arizona. Can the Cardinals do it? I mean, I don't know. I just it's, don't think they're seems strong Seems like Kyler enough. Murray hates the Cardinals right now. Yeah, I'll go. I'll go Rams again, and then for the AFC, I'll go Bills. I'm going Bills because they have to. Like they absolutely have to get there next year. Yeah. I mean, there's next year. There's just no point. Well, that's the thing. If they don't make it next year, they're never gonna. They're not gonna make it for the next 15 years. 10, 15 yeah, years. Exactly. 
the you window know, like for next, them to win is next year. Like they have to. Yes. Yes. Or at least make it. Yeah, at least get there, you know? Yeah. You can't keep running into the Chiefs and keep losing. Like I, I it is like three weeks away from that, and I still can't believe they let the Chiefs run down the field in 13 seconds and score. Like I still can't believe it. But um yeah, I'm gonna pick Bills and then Brandon, cover your ears. I'm gonna pick the Dallas Cowboys. Mm. Mm-mm. Dude, they're not Dang, Cowboys West. are not gonna make it. Well, like we just went through the NFC. Who else besides the brand like the NFC West is gonna beat each other up? And then Dallas out of every other division. I mean, who the hell else? The Saints? Dude, the Cowboys? I mean I I just I wouldn't pick them. But like who else would you pick though? Like besides the Rams. LA? The Rams. As long as Stafford's on that team still with McVay, I, I believe in them. I just, I don't, dude, I do not trust Dak Prescott to make it that far. I just, there's, again, consistency. I just don't see it in him to get, like, if he, if he didn't do it already, he's not going to do it. Let me put it that well, way. Well, he had the, he had the, he, he had to come back from the leg, like the shattered leg that he had, like the terrible, gruesome injury. Then he ended up getting a calf issue. I mean, like, what are they going to do with Zeke? Zeke is going to cost 18 mil. I don't think he's going to last that much longer. They could, like, dump him off for, like, some cap space. I don't know. It's just, like, the Cowboys are so talented, and the potential is there. But I hate Mike McCarthy, and I think he's a terrible football coach. But, you know, like, I'm just looking at the landscape of the NFC, and I'm just, like, picking a name out of the hat out of the top teams, honestly. Because, like, the NFC is dog shit compared to the AFC. It really is. Yeah, I mean, in comparison, I can agree. I mean, you got the Bengals, you got the Bills. Uh, like Tampa Bay is going to stink without Tom now. Well, who's going to be their quarterback? I don't know. Kyle Trask, Blaine Gabbert. <laughs> That's the two Kyle QBs Trask. on the roster right now. <laughs> well, Kyle Trask could be. We got to see. He's he's a Florida guy already, so he he has I mean, potential. Who knows? Like he was pretty good at Florida. And that's the thing, like guys who are pretty good in college can be phenomenal in the NFL. You never know. You got to transition well, you know. I just don't think Cincinnati gets back. I think this was their one shot to win it, and uh, um, they came close, honestly. But uh, it's got to suck for Cincinnati, though. Yeah, same thing. I agree, Bills. AFC championship game. The AFC is just so many, so many good teams. Like Cincinnati has to beat the Ravens again. Like, and the Ravens are going to come back fully loaded. Like, cause the Ravens had so many injuries and so did Cleveland. All right. So I, I want to ask Brandon one more thing. The trade went through between the Sixers and the, uh, the Nets. You now have James Harden on the Philadelphia 76ers. Ben Simmons is finally out of town. He's up in Brooklyn now. Uh, I wonder how that train's going to go with Kevin Durant. But uh, how are you feeling with the 76ers? Uh, well, real quick, I'll go with my way too early um, Super Bowl here predictions. It here, we go, here we go. So I'm going <laughs> with a, a little a little rematch um, from prior Super Bowl. I'm going to go Pittsburgh Steelers. And, oh, wow. and, and, and I'm going to follow the trend of the home team be, getting back to the Super Bowl against the Arizona Cardinals. <laughs> Risky behavior. Steelers Cardinals. That to me is still the best Super Bowl in in history. And I'm not going to lie to you, I think the Steelers are a quarterback away from a Super Bowl. They really are. But who who is going to be the guy is the main question. Well, I don't know. They're going to find him this offseason and and I think uh Kyler Murray um, I think he grows out of his pampers and puts a uh, big boy underwear on and, and can take <laughs> grows, his team to the Super Bowl. Grows five inches? Uh, no, no, because then his <laughs> legs wouldn't move as fast. Oh, that's um, true. Yeah, he can't run like a badass kid anymore. Right. But I think that team steps up and, and makes it um, since <laughs> the Super Bowl is in Arizona. Uh, now, as far as the James Harden trade goes, Sixers kind of got the shit end of the stick. All they got was James Harden, um, and the Nets got – pretty much everything. Um, well, yeah, I'm happy we dumped Ben Simmons off, and now we can go over to to Brooklyn. Maybe he'll play, maybe he won't. 
Um, but I don't think he really does them any good being that Brooklyn is so depleted as far as having a bench if Kyrie and uh, KD aren't playing. Well, um, Kyrie can't play the away, like the home game, so like that's another thing. <laughs> yeah, but I don't know. I'll have to see how Simmons plays. I mean, I'm just glad he's at a Philly. He's being such a baby about it. Um, and he lost his, his whole paycheck for the year in fines. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Half his so, salary. Uh, yeah. So I think I think I think the Embiid and the and the Harden is going to be a dangerous combination, especially with Maxi, and the Sixers actually do have a pretty good bench. Dude, like um, they got to win now. But like, he, here's the thing: at least you get because James Harden's at Harden has like that player option. So like you can you can like free up cap space in two years if you don't want to retain him. So you could sign like guys then. I you just have to win with Joel Embiid right now because he is he is absolutely phenomenal. Like you gotta try to win something. Otherwise, well, Ben Simmons they, was just gonna sit on the bench the whole time. Well, and yeah, that's why they moved him. Um, I think it was I mean, I guess I don't know if he's really worth first round draft picks. Um, Seth Curry losing Seth Curry was kind of big. But like it, it was, but James Harden, James Harden will shoot just as many threes to, to make up for the Seth Curry thing. Yeah. Um, I'm just so worried I'm about worried James about Harden that. in the playoffs because, like, he sucks in the playoffs for some weird reason. Well, he's got Embiid now, so. Yeah, that's true. They play iso ball all the time with the pick and roll between Embiid and Harden. Holy shit. So, I mean, wow. and it's not like a team that's loaded that has a five superstars starting on the roster, and it, it it's not going to be a fight for the ball. Um, yeah, right. You know, um, but I think it's I think it's a piece that Philly needed, especially with the young guys that they have mixed into the offense. Uh, Danny Green is uh, some nights he shows up, some nights he doesn't. Um, Tyrese Maxey. <laughs> good player. Great young player. Great potential. Um, I think that's a, pretty good, too. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and they still have. Their bench is kind of weak, though, isn't it? It's not bad. Oh, to Tobias Harris. That's the other name I was thinking of. Yeah, the other guy uh, making a bunch of money. So they have big play. They have big playmakers. I think uh I think they're gonna be good in the playoffs and they gotta get to the finals, man. They have to. Yeah, they have to. Absolutely have to. But all right. Um and you know what this weekend is? Uh bass fishing opening season. Wow, wrong sport. Jesus Christ. I can't believe you said that. Well I thought I thought this would be marked on your calendar. Uh clamming season. Oh my gosh, swinging and missing. Like holy cow. What is the one sport you love talking about it on here? Hunting? Bass fishing. Spear fishing. No. <laughs> dude, dude, like, are you kidding me? You're letting me down right now. Boy, hockey. No, not well. Hockey is happening, but uh, by the way, Conor McDavid NASCAR. just having. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Come on, boy! I know this. No, you didn't. Clearly, I was too focused on fishing. Nah, are you still fishing in this cold weather? Like, how how the hell is that possible? Nah, just <laughs> clamming. Honestly, this could. From November to about. April Are you one of those guys that goes on the beach and like does the PCP pipe thingy, like just sticking <laughs> yeah. in the sticking in the yeah, sand man. and see if a clam pops up? That's the only way to really do surf fishing. Um, we're not fishing now though because the fall runs over, and then once the spring picks back up, we'll be back out there because there's literally nothing in the area. The water's just too cold. Oh yeah, we'll for probably sure. Get some blue, like bluefish, but that's about it. And we're not gonna go for that. Get some ice, hit the ice, shoot the puck a little bit. Yeah, you know, dangle on the, on the uh, what's it called, everybody? The the bay. Who should I bet to win the Daytona 500 this weekend? Let's cut the shit. Who's gonna win? Yeah, who's gonna win? I'll put ten bucks down. Don't say Truex either, because Truex kind of stinks now, doesn't he? Truex. I mean, I want Truex. But then it's like anyone's game in the Daytona 500, too. Like, anyone can win that freaking race. Dude, for some reason, Austin Dillon always races good in the Daytona 500. But I I'm going to go Kyle Busch for this one. Kyle? Yeah, I'm going to go Kyle Busch. 
Cabbage. Let's see his odds. I want to see who's like the favorite. All right, so Daytona 500 winner, Denny Hamlin plus 900. He's the favorite. He Chase won Elliott. like the last year, or two years ago. Yeah, two years or something like that. Did he win it two years in a row? Or I'm pretty sure he won back to back. Wow, Kyle Busch is like tenth. So like Denny Where's Hamlin, Austin Chase... Dillon at Austin Dillon is twenty five to one, which is pretty good. What about uh, Truex? Truex is twenty to one. For context. Denny Hamlin is nine to one. Chase Elliott is ten to one. Kyle Larson is ten to one. Joey Logano is eleven to one. Those are your top four guys. Bubba Wallace too kind of sticks out. Bubba Wallace runs Daytona pretty well, doesn't he? Uh, I don't remember. I just know that Denny Hamlin and Austin Dillon always do pretty decent. Yeah, I'm gonna bet those guys. Why not? So, sure. all right. Why anything not, else? No, boys. I think we Sad hammered that football them all. Season's off. Yeah, pretty much. Now it becomes like the rumor mills starting. Do you know that the Colts are thinking of like just straight up cutting Carson Wentz? That report's been flying around. I've been hearing that at work. They should. I was like, who the hell? Who the hell are they going to get though? They should just cut him. You don't need a quarterback. Just use your punter. <laughs> just, just use yeah, uh, Jonathan Taylor. Why not? Pick for Tini Alfredo to be uh be the QB. Your new head coach. Nah, dude. I don't trust you with my offense. You can be a special teams. I feel like you, you can't screw up the punk. <clears throat> Good, because I don't trust your offense anyways. Nah, because I've run triple option, dude. We're gonna win games nine to six. <laughs> <laughs> nine to six, all field goals. No, just that Dude, one safety. Game, if we get one safety, then we're good. Two did a football game ever end like two to three or like two to zero? Like just yeah, two to three did else? happen. Two Seriously? to three did happen. Yes, it was <laughs> Auburn versus South Carolina. I remember watching that game. Oh, I mean pro. Oh, and pro? Shit, yeah. I don't know. When was that game? Auburn, Probably. South Carolina. It was like back in like 2008 or something. I remember seeing the score and I was like three to two. What the hell is going on? And then like the over under was like 55 and there was only five points total in the entire game. One more. Like, I guess. It... Go, go ahead. ahead. No, no, go ahead. I was about to say, I was like, I think there was like a bunch of missed field goals or whatever, but just like, imagine like just winning three to two. Like you, you got to feel sort of good. But, That's like... a crazy game. One other thing, NHL, Sidney Crosby scores his fifth 500th goal in his career against the his Philadelphia Flyers. Yeah. 500th goal against the Philadelphia Dude, the Flyers. Flyers suck now, too. Yeah, man. The NHL is like, the Carolina Hurricanes are good. Dude, and the NHL's got, gotten so weird over the years. Like, Crosby is still so good, though, man. So is Ovechkin. Ovechkin's a monster. Yeah. I don't understand. I, but I the Capitals understand. have literally no goaltending, and they that's what's been uh, losing them games recently. Mm-hmm. Like, they just Goal haven't tending. been able to stop anybody. Like, it's weird because, like, all the Southern teams are good in the NHL, and all the North teams kind of stink. Yeah, isn't that, isn't that crazy? Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm, I, I think Carolina is going to win the whole thing, honestly. But, but like, it depends on how good Colorado is. Yeah, Colorado's good. Jack Eichel plays tomorrow night for Vegas. Uh, he, yeah, he's all right. He's not I that like good Jack of a hockey player. He's he's all right. He's not that good of a hockey player. Uh, no, he's pretty he's pretty Yeah, he's pretty average like McDavid. He should be he'll play for like one shift and it'll get called right down to the minors. <laughs> Can you imagine? <laughs> you play one shift and we're like, all right, we're sending you back now. You're like, I've seen, like, I've seen enough, dude. <laughs> I didn't get any ice time. You're sending me back down. It doesn't make sense. You literally hop on the ice and take a stride and they're like, all right, come on out. Dude, you like hop over the bench. Your feet touch the ice and he's like, get off. Switch the <laughs> line up. <laughs> bro, you, bro, why did your coach even pick you in college? You're a scrub, dude. It's so funny. I'm gonna do like a I bag of do, milk out there. <laughs> do that like next game. Be like, hey, get out there. And as a kid goes over the board, be like, nope, come back off. Change my mind. 
Oh my god! Your, your, your skating in practice yesterday wasn't as good as we thought. No, I don't. Get the I don't hell out of here. You trust scrub. you. Trust you. <laughs> I don't trust you. This game. All right, uh, that will do it for this show. Thank you for tuning in for the Super Bowl recap. Pretty much. Let us know what you thought about the Super Bowl. If you liked it, you hated it. If you thought the officiating screwed the Bengals, even though you had that one call go in your favor against Jalen Ramsey, I don't care. But uh, yeah, the Rams are Super Bowl champions. So uh, go ahead and follow us on Twitter at Bench Bros Sports. Follow us on Instagram at Original Bench Bros. Follow us on Facebook at Bench Bros Sports. Uh, our website, BenchBrosSports.com. I got to start updating the website. I haven't updated it since October. That's my bad. <laughs> but I've been doing so many podcasts. It's hard to keep up. But um. Yeah, just go ahead and just like subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts. Listen to some amazing tunes. We'll take we'll take off next week. We'll be back the week after. Figure out what to talk about. Maybe some Aaron Rodgers rumor mill stuff or uh, some NBA. Maybe maybe some more NHL. Who knows? But uh, how about how about Connor McDavid? By the way, he's gonna That's have right. his, he's average. He's gonna have his fourth coach in six years in the NHL. That's crazy. That's. It's not good, man. No, it's not good. The He'll never raise a cup. Are fire. He'll never raise a cup until he goes to a really good team. It's just the same thing with Stafford. He's just not going. Yeah, pretty Ooh. much. But um, Ooh. yeah, that'll do it for this uh, episode. So take a little hiatus, then we'll come back. Thank you for listening to us all year long with like the college uh, football podcast and the NFL Weekly Drive. We appreciate you guys. So, for guys, last thoughts. Yeah, uh, the Bengals got screwed by the officiating. Go Bucks, go Ducks. It was a great Scrub Super teams. Bowl. Scrub it was, teams. A, it was a phenomenal Super Bowl. No, it was really good this year. I really liked it. Um, I, I didn't think it was. Good. I thought it was like year. a decent Super Bowl. I didn't think it was like it was just close game. I I enjoyed it because I like Sean McVay and I also like Matt Stafford and Aaron Donald and all those other guys. So like. Seeing also Cooper Cup, a zero-star recruit, you know, make a Super Bowl and catch that last touchdown. It's cool to see that stuff, you know. Like, I don't, I don't really care. Like, I rather watch those guys play than OBJ. And like, Odell Beckham is a phenomenal football player, no doubt. But it's really cool to see the underdogs really shine. Yeah, and seeing like the guys that uh, just been like trying so hard. Get finally getting the Super Bowl ring, like Andrew yeah. and stuff, you know, dude. Yeah, and Von know. Miller, too. Like, I know I'm a Broncos guy and I love Von Miller, and he's like one of my favorite Broncos players of all time. But uh, he really deserved to like go to a good team and win a Super Bowl this year. Like, he, he to me, he's a first battle Hall of Famer, but that just goes to show no matter who you are and where you're at, just never take your foot off the gas, right? Yeah, pretty go much, and stay healthy, <laughs> stay healthy, take care of your body. Go 100% whatever you're doing in the moment, regardless of who's surrounded by you, because sooner or later you're going to prevail in whatever you're doing. That's a great teacher of, uh, I mean, you got Stafford for the Lions, you got Odell at the Giants, you got uh, Von Miller when he was in the Broncos, Andrew Withbert. There's all these good players that, you know, are Super Bowl caliber, but just never even got to the Super Bowl until now. Well, Von Miller won the Super Bowl. Well, yeah. Yeah. Yep, him. I mean, like, whatever. But, um, yeah, that'll do it. That's the show. We'll see you guys in two weeks. We're out of here. Peace. Later.